Greetings, everybody. You survived another Tuesday, uh, and that's amazing. You, this is something you should always be happy about. Um, oh, welcome to Tuesday Suck. I am, uh, I'm, you may have noticed that this episode is a little bit shorter. Uh, we, we did one of these earlier. This is going to be a bonus episode. Um, I am in the middle of moving, and while, while we actually did take the time to record the episode, I had zero time to edit. And so, uh, what you're going to hear is, and uh, uh, a clip, uh, an, an extended clip from one of our original episodes from the original run of this show, um, uh, be, you know, several years ago, uh, that before it got it got shut down and relaunched. So I do hope that you enjoy it. Uh, I I really uh, in, in in re-listening to these stories, I I, I you know I'm. I'm very much enjoying re-listening to them, but uh, th- this uh, this particular story cracked me up. So I enjoy it. We will be back in two weeks with another new episode. We really do appreciate y'all, and we'll see you then. Take care. The other thing that was happening this week that's so exciting in our household is it's like uh, it's like okay, so like um, my my emails the account that's hooked up to Amazon, and so. Every once in a while, I'll get an email that an order has been placed, and it's Josie ordering something. And I, I, I picked up my phone earlier this week, and I, uh, I saw that she had ordered um, something by Beethoven, and I was like, "Oh, okay, that's cool." You know, it's like uh, you know the actually the the kids the kids are homeschooled, and she's they, still putting stuff out. Yes. Yes. Still going strong. Wow. <laughs> he, uh, well, the the kids in in their homeschool program, they listen to a lot, a lot of classical music, and um, you know, uh, you know, great works of art and and stuff like that. And so I was like, okay, well, you know, this is probably something for homeschool. And I started thinking about it. And I'm like, she probably should have checked with me because I have some Beethoven. I'm not a, I'm not a big fan of Beethoven, but I have some Beethoven. And then I was like, wait a minute, why is she ordering anything? Like all of this crap is on YouTube and stuff. And it's, so I started looking into it and I was like, okay, okay, what is she ordering? Cause this has got, you know, like I said, like I've mentioned in the previous story, we are, we are a little short on money. And so I was like, what, why, you know, why, why is she ordering this? Why, um, why not just like listen to the stuff on YouTube, which is what we normally do. Um, so yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't the musician Beethoven. It was the big giant dog Beethoven. Gotcha. Um, she got that's, the movie. that's where I would have gone. <laughs> this is how out of touch I am with my kids. <laughs> but so yeah, we've been, uh, uh, it was, it was a three pack because, uh, apparently this move, they've done like seven of these movies. Oh yeah. They're all over the place. Which is, now, is that not Disney? Done. Um, oh goodness. I, now we're going to have to look this up. That, that's, that feels like a Disney movie, doesn't it? That would be my guess, but maybe not. Uh, Universal. Yeah, I guess that won't be on Disney Plus. Yeah, probably not. Um, so um, anyway, so I got to watch Beethoven for the first time. Actually, you know, I I know I've seen parts of this movie on TV, but I don't know that I had ever sat down and watched this this stupid movie, and uh, it it. It came out when I was 15, so I was definitely a little old for this type of movie. 
if, if, if the listeners don't know, it's a big giant dog and, and he does big giant dog things like knock things over and, and, uh, makes the, uh, parents mad. Um, I, I mean, that, that's pretty much the plot. Um, but I, I don't think I've ever sat down and watched this movie. So I'm, I'm watching part of it. And so apparently the bad guy in this movie, did, did you watch this movie? It's been, uh, years. Yeah. Um, I, I couldn't tell you anything about it other than the big giant dog. So the bad guy, I mean, this, okay. So like the bad guy in this movie is like, I, I think they were, I, it, <laughs> this is the type of character that's like, I think that liberals think these people exist. Um, this guy is a vet who's been hired by um, gun manufacturers to collect dogs to test out their um, high caliber uh, ammunition on. <laughs> that isn't ridiculous at all. <laughs> no, yes, this is this is the way the world works, kid. I don't know if you knew this. So, um, and so apparently, this like this um, this vet is is like thinks it's a good idea uh, to go ahead and like kill all of his patients um, because that's not going to show up, uh, you know, like on Yelp reviews. <laughs> you know, hey, you know, it really does seem like a lot of dogs die at this location. And um I, I mean, I, it's like, I don't know how much they're like, <laughs> how much arms like, uh, I mean, uh, gun manufacturers pay vets to uh, just take dogs to kill them. I don't know how much it is, but I, I feel like a good vet could make more money keeping the dogs alive. That's. That's just me. <laughs> yeah, well, for the gun manufacturers, that's certainly got to be cheaper than, you know, getting some ballistics gel and... <laughs> yeah, wow. and so, like, and so like these, the bad guys, like, have this warehouse, like, rented out to store all these dogs, which is just, again, added cost that is, is the gun manufacturers are, are having to pay them. I mean, they're not doing this for free. Uh, this, they're apparently good money in all this. Um, but they need, they need big dogs. Specifically, they're short on big dogs. Pun intended. And, um, and it, because, the, you know, they're, they're trying out this certain bullet and they need, they need a big, a big dog brain to, to shoot. Um, and so they, they meet Beethoven, who's a giant dog. And so they're, uh, so the vet is trying to convince these people, Hey, you need to put this dog down. And so the vet eventually like fakes, it like goes to these people's houses, sneaks in the backyard into the cage and fakes an attack on himself. Like this isn't raising any red flags at all that you're, your vet who's been trying to get you to kill this dog suddenly appears in your backyard, you know, um, playing with your dog. Uh, and so he fakes his attack and then, and then he, he tells, uh, he tells the father, it's like, Hey, bring, bring, bring the dog by to kill him. Otherwise I'm going to press charges, uh, because, uh, your dog bit me. And so, um, and so he does. And, and, the the whole reason I'm telling this story is because of what happens next, because this is like the, I mean, the most jerky power 
move ever in film is he's the guy is like you know has like faked an attack he's making he's making the dog's owner bring the dog in to kill the dog and the, the, so he surrenders the dog and on the way out the receptionist says oh by the way the person who does uh, who does euthanize the dogs isn't in today. So we're going to have to charge you room and board for the night. Apparently, you know, them, <laughs> them like making the money from the, 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 the weapons manufacturers isn't enough. <laughs> so we got, I don't know how, and, and of course that the hero's like, I mean, we have to have this list plot point because the vet's going to try to claim later that Beethoven's already dead and we can't believe that. So we have to have this little plot point as to why in the world he would be told it's not going to happen till tomorrow. But I mean, of all the ways to squeeze a few extra bucks out of this guy, you know? Yeah. Plus this was what the nineties. So it's probably, you know, 15 bucks for that overnight. <laughs> I know. Right. <laughs> I mean, if I'm being blackmailed to turn over my dog and they'd be like, hey, by the way, you owe us some extra money so that we'll feed your dog tonight before we kill him. <laughs> they probably have some words to say about that, but, you yeah. know, I, none of the rest of this movie made sense. So why should that one? Well, that's true. But so that's been oh. that's been kind of my wake is I've I've now uh, I've now sat with the kids while they've watched the first three of like seven or eight Beethoven movies. Oh, you poor poor man! <laughs> Gosh, they're oh they're so bad and like um and uh, okay so <laughs> this movie's so bad. I, like I, I I actually just learned about this. Um, John Hughes co-wrote this movie, and John Hughes like did some of the best comedies of the eighties. Uh, I was going to say into the early nineties, but really the eighties. Now I have a legendarily poor knowledge of pop culture. So you'll have to forgive me, but John Hughes, is he the breakfast club guy? Yes. Okay. All right. So as director, cool. he, he, did, right. he did breakfast club, Ferris Bueller, planes, trains, and automobiles, uncle Buck, uh, he wrote Home Alone. Uh, he he uh, wrote the stories behind the the Vacation movies, at least the first couple, I think, uh, or the first three uh, through through Christmas Vacation. And um, uh, he just did some amazing, amazing work. But in this particular movie, he credits himself under a different name. Um, I Good guess for this, him. <laughs> I guess this was the one that he's like, you know what, you know what, call me something different on this one, just. Just for this one. <laughs> uh, I looked it up. Oh, it's eight. There's eight. Uh, um, the the yeah. third one, the third one, which the kids just watched tonight, um, uh, has um, in it. I'm trying. I'm totally blanking on her name. I've bare, I, I kind of recognize her. Let me look. Um, yeah. Um, no, it wasn't who I was talking. It's uh, Julia Sweeney. That now, never mind. I don't. Uh, but uh, uh, Judge Ryan. Judge Reinhold was starring in it, and I hate to see that because I really like Judge Reinhold. And um, yeah, but he's been in some terrible stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, and he's he's always he's always one of those guys that have been like I I I really think that he should have been bigger, um, because he's genuinely funny. But yeah, he's in, he's been in some crap. Yeah, yeah, it was years ago now, but the movie like that I had to deal with was Free Willy. 
my oldest daughter was a huge Free Willy fan. <laughs> oh, she's the one. <laughs> but she was at that age where she didn't understand that, you know, the movie is the movie. So every yeah. time she'd watch it, you know, the 15th time, and she's like getting super nervous because of the tension. Yeah. And I had to explain it to her, like, honey, you've seen this before. You know what happens. Right. It doesn't change. <laughs> It'll be okay. Oh, I, ne I never did watch that movie. It never appealed to me. When was that? Um, I, I, think I, was, I think I was a bit old for it, uh, that one as well. Uh, oh, yeah, nine, 93. And so I was, um, I was 16. So no way I was going to be into that crap. Now, it did get me thinking, though. I think it would be hilarious if an author would put out a book and put out like five different endings, but don't tell anyone. Mm -hmm. And then so, you know, people will get certain people will get different endings and then just see the hilarity ensue as people talk about it. <laughs> like, no, that's not what happened. Uh, you know, they did that. On it'd, be a, it'd be a fun social experiment. Yeah. I, you know, I wonder how much of that, because they did that on Clue uh, in the theatrical. Yeah, I remember release. that. Uh, in the theatrical release of Clue, because like, okay, so if you watch Clue, like on DVD or streaming or whatever the case may be, it gives you three separate endings now. But when it came out in the theaters, you got one of the endings and uh, you did not know going in which one you were going to get. I, but I think they advertised it. I don't think that was a secret. Um it might have, uh, yeah, but I don't, I don't think that was a secret. Um, that would have been interesting, though, if if people were talking about that movie and they're like, you know, uh, no, it was Miss Scarlet and or whatever the case may be. I keep uh, the DVD set I have of that lets you do a random ending. Uh, it has a setting for that, but I, I as many times as I pick it up, I'm like, I'm going to do the random ending. I'm, I think, but I like all the endings, so I'm just going to watch it all. And I, I've never actually done the random one. Yeah. Well, that gives you an idea for the hollowing of ground two. <laughs> oh, I'm not sure I can set it up like that, but um, <laughs> we'll work on that. I, I don't think anybody has um, has had an in-depth conversation about the ending of, of the book <laughs> at this point. <laughs> Sprocket would make an interesting vampire, I'm just saying. 